1: Journey ascending from the abyss, aka podcasting from a spare bedroom in Exurban, Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless
0: Heathens Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. And no Jeff, who's on vacation, probably buying a brewery t shirt somewhere. I'm Jerry. This is an atheist podcast that will challenge your assumptions and ours too. Three, no, two guys, still one mic, and plenty of opinions. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, especially ourselves.
1: So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember, don't believe everything you hear on this podcast, or anywhere else for that matter, until you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, Google that shit.
0: Mm, I missed it, because I was reading along with uh, thinking. We've talked about this when we say, you know, don't believe everything you hear in this podcast. There is zero, yeah. zero danger yeah. of anybody believing anything in this. I don't know. Like,
1: the uh, 100%. The level of stupidity of the human being, it's just uh, astounding what some people just... <laughs> Are you calling our listeners stupid? No, I'm not calling our listeners stupid. I'm just calling the
0: general public at large stupid. There is a, a run on stupidity these days,
1: it, what is it? It's the uh, Dunning Kruger effect. Are, are you familiar with that? Nope. The less you know about something, the more you think you know about it. It's mm. the more you, the more you learn about a subject, the more you learn that you don't know shit about that subject. But until you know that, you think you you pretty much got a grasp on you know whatever it is that you don't know shit about. It's, it's like the old adage that half the people in the world are below average intelligence. But nobody is willing to put themselves on that side of the ledger.
0: <laughs> or, and just like no one's a bad driver. Oh, yeah. Everyone's a, be- everyone's a better than average driver. Um, I, I certainly know. I feel that I am, of course. Oh, absolutely. So Jeff, who is not here, is drinking a smoked porter at Yazoo in Nashville. So cheers to you, Jeff. He got
1: his last child married off over the weekend. Has gotten out of town for a well-deserved vacation.
0: So, in your honor, Jeff, I'm drinking a uh, Brew Doctor Lemon cayenne or Lemon Ginger Cayenne Kombucha. Right. I, I, there's a long, <laughs> long pause. Like, did he really just did say he really that? just say that? I didn't realize it was a kombucha night. Mm-hmm. It is. I'm
1: drinking an Italian red wine. I'm, I'm guessing here. I'm, uh, my Italian's a little sketchy at best.
0: Oh, don't do this, then. Uh, uh,
1: it's a Romanza Sangiovese, uh, I think, is the proper pronunciation. Uh, at least that's the way we say it around here. Just lost our Italian list. Somebody just drove off the road screaming because of my horrible
0: Italian. So we don't, or at least I don't like to, to talk too much about, like, ripping on religion or oh, no. on, rip it. I don't. I'd, I'd rather. <laughs> I'd rather rip on atheists on this podcast than rip on religion. But this is going to be a heavy, a heavy rip on show. Based, you know, basically taken from the Friendly Atheist because there is crazy shit on there, and just a bunches of it.
1: You know, you can't really be blamed for for getting a lot of material off of the Friendly Atheist uh, blog. Because him, it covers everything. I mean, there's nothing that happens in the world of religion that he doesn't post a blog about. That's he, the man is sure. is on his game.
0: So I don't mind. I don't mind cribbing. I don't. You know, we don't want to crib from him every week, but we're gonna crib from him heavily. He uh, because well, one thing that's not in it, you're gonna put a pin in Jerry Falwell Jr. and the Miami Pool Boy.
1: I'm sorry. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? Porn music. I hear porn music. You hear that? We just said we were going to put up in it.
0: <laughs> That's a very odd story. It has one source. I see this story growing legs in the future. It is and possible we will talk about this future We will, we will on definitely come podcast. back to
1: this on a future podcast. But yeah, Jerry Falwell Jr. and the pool boy from the Fountain Blue
0: in Miami Beach. And you got to be real specific about it because, because it's only one source and... You know, usually like Huffington Post picks mm-hmm. stuff up like that. no one's touching this one. It's alleged uh, real estate fraud. Is mm-hmm. is what I'm seeing. But the pool attendant friend is. It's a
1: it's a, it's a weird it's angle. A wrinkle. It's a it's a, yeah it's a, it's a crazy angle. Like I said, we'll we'll definitely have to come back to that one after it uh, fleshes out a little bit. I did that on purpose. <laughs> So which crazy-ass oh, story a, do you want to start We've got a lot with? of crazy religious stories
0: uh, to deal with this week. How about Brother Jesse? You want to start off with Brother Jesse? Poor, poor Brother Jesse. Poor. Poor, because he needs some money, and he's not calling 1-800-TITLE-MAX. No, and it, it, it's not his fault. I mean, God has plans for Jesse.
1: They're expensive plans, and, and Jesse you know, is just a humble follower. I have never
0: heard of this guy.
1: and Jesse DePlantis yes. from... And I can't remember the name of the town, but basically he's in Exurban New Orleans. He's about thirty miles outside of New Orleans. He, he's from my old stomping ground. He's another one of the Joel Olstein, Joyce Myers, Kenneth Copeland, these prosperity gospel types mm-hmm. that they preach the, the the more that you give to me Covington. The, yeah. The more is it Covington, Louisiana? Mm-hmm. The more that God will give back to you. So when that's your message, you can't be living in a double wide. You've got to have the 15,000 square foot home and the nice suits and the cars and all the accoutrement that goes along with it. Well, he
0: wants $54 million to buy a plane. Falcon X7?
1: I'm not up on my private planes. Uh, Me neither. The only one I know is the G6 because of that silly song a couple summers ago. But
0: it's his fourth plane. Yeah, he already has three. So... The the nads on this guy to say this with a straight face that Jesus said so. Oh, what was the the best quote like uh If Jesus was here today he
1: wouldn't be riding a donkey? Yeah. That's classic. Yeah. That's classic Jesse right there. Well the problem as I see it is Jesse saw our local guy here in Atlanta, Creflo Dollar. He just pulled this stunt. Did he succeed? He did. He got he definitely got his plane. His congregation ponied up and and he got a new G5, G6, something along those lines. I don't think it's quite as big as as Jesse's. I think Jesse's going all out. This thing is supposed to seat up to 16 people and fly 6,000 miles before refueling. That's his big issue is that these other planes are perfectly fine, but it costs too much to stop and refuel when he can refuel at home for cheaper. If he if he flies to Europe or or South America or Africa to Preach the good word, and then has to refuel in Zimbabwe before flying back to New Orleans. It's more expensive than just to go ahead and fill up the big tank in New Orleans and, and make the round trip. Falcon 7X. Seven X. Oh, I said X seven. I knew uh, somewhere in there. I was in, the, I was in the right ballpark. But you can get one used for twenty million. I don't think he's looking in in the uh, oh,
0: like Craigslist like ads. Blocks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, he's big satellite dish next to it,
1: and I don't believe I haven't heard, I haven't seen anything where he's going to be selling these inconvenient to refuel planes and taking that money and applying it towards the purchase of the new jet. I
0: I believe it's just going to be added to
1: his fleet of jet.
0: Seriously, I I just I can't believe the audacity and just the craven personality, ego maniacal craven to to think. You know what? I am absolutely worth fifty-four million dollar plane, and you should do this for me because it's good for you. It's what God wants. It's
1: not even he doesn't want this. This is not his deal. God told him. God spoke to Jesse and told him. Even
0: he can't own it. No. Even he can't own the fact that he is asking people for money. He's he's shot.
1: He asked God, "How am I going to pay for this?" God said, "I don't want you to pay for it. I want you to believe for it."
0: Which that is, is a serious racket. I mean, Wall Street got nothing on this no, guy. No, this guy's got big brass
1: ones. But his flock, will they'll, they'll do it. I guarantee you this guy will be in a Falcon, was it X7 or 7X? Uh, 7X. 7X. He'll be in a Falcon 7X by, let us I'd say, the end of the year.
0: So how big do you think his congregation is? Well, he's, he's a worldwide televangelist.
1: So... I don't know how big his actual Covington,
0: Louisiana church is. So this guy gets his money from more places than just Covington, Louisiana. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: I'm sure he's bringing it in just like Joel Osteen. What does he promise he spends it on? With the money he, he's bringing in, yeah, oh, right now on a plane. I mean, that's number one on the list. Is we we, we got to get the plane with the big fuel tank. Yeah,
0: but like normally, what do you think? That what do you think? They're oh, it's you know giving it's, away Bibles and
1: no, and it's it's creating the, schools. And the, the cost of of broadcasting the the keeping the the ministry that whole right, thing. You don't
0: think they don't even make pretense? No, of uh, no. of doing well. No, no, no. no. It, it's back. it's
1: still the we have our own broadcast studio. You know we do this independently. It's very expensive to God, God's a very expensive uh, undertaking to to spread the word. And like I said, same as Kenneth Copeland, same as Joyce Myers. Uh, I'm not sure where Kenneth Copeland's out of. Joyce Myers out of Missouri, I think. And our good buddy over there in Houston. Jeffrey. No, 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 no. Uh, he's, in, about, he's in Dallas. That's true. Yeah. Um, the uh, Joel Jolstein. Jolstein yeah. in Houston. It's the same thing. It's the look how much I love God because of how much God has given to me.
0: So, why should they have all the fun? Why did they get to ask and succeed for $54 million and $65 million? Yeah. I think it's time that we took a page out of their playbook. And had our fans and listeners believe on our behalf. What do you need to believe? I need this for you, the listener, and for you and Jeff, who's not here, to make sure I'm giving my all and putting my heart, soul, and mind into this podcast. That I'm in tip-top form. So... What I need?
1: It's not a need. It's not what you need. It's true. It's what this Flying Spaghetti Monster wants for you. As fact.
0: And for you, the listener. Yes. Really more for you. It's to allow me to be better. I think I would be better, instead of drinking a Brew Doctor Kombucha, with a really good scotch. That would give my voice some heft and the wit not to a, be on it. Not a middle-of-the-line scotch. No. Top John, of Johnny top. Walker Blue. Oh, okay. Johnny Walker Blue. I, you can get it at Costco. So, not going crazy. No, no, it's we're willing two, to buy it
1: at a discount. What,
0: two hundred dollars a bottle? Yeah, what size bottle? Fifth, fifth. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're not going, we're not going crazy. Just think how much better this podcast is going to be when we're doing the drink roundabout and I say, I'm at Johnny Walker Blue. Neat. Mm-hmm. I feel a little James Bondish. I'm sipping the Scotch of wrappers everywhere. I was driving
1: home today, and the uh, Flying Spaghetti Monster was talking to me, and he told me, Donna, I want you to own a vineyard. I, said, I can't. I don't have the money to buy a vineyard. He says, "I don't want
0: you to pay for a vineyard. I want you to believe for a vineyard." Can you help? Can you help Don believe everyone?
1: Even even this cheap wine is, is it still costs? You know, it's it still it adds up. Imagine how much cheaper it would be per bottle if we just owned the whole vineyard. It'd be research. Oh, it'd be so much cheaper. And besides, if, if Jesus was here today, he sure as hell wouldn't be drinking Boone's Farm. Yeah, no.
0: Oh. Oh, he'd be drinking the good stuff. Amen to that. So. And you actually need the money to have somebody run the vineyard because that's hard work. That's, yes. Vineyard's Vineyards hard work. Just like Jesse doesn't want to
1: fly the plane. I don't want to stop the grapes.
0: Nope. Don't want to pick them. Nope. Nope. Don't want to grow them. Want to walk through my hands Just up in the air, like telling everybody this is mine, sampling a grape. I think it's about right. And then ask my wine guy, is it about right? The fine
1: listeners of uh, the Godless Heathens podcast, believed in us enough to to get us a
0: vineyard. So don't let us down, people. Or don't really, don't let yourselves down.
1: If Jesse Duplantis has a new jet by the end of the year, and we don't have a
0: vineyard, I'm going to be disappointed. I'll I'll take a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle. (laughs) That'd be a grand. We could have a bourbon show. Why not Pappy Van Winkle? It's... $53,999,000 $53,999,000 less than Duplantis is asking. I think you're getting off easy. I think we can get a couple I, bottles. I think you're... <laughs> I think that's <laughs> probably right. I think we, You know what? Get a bulk discount. Maybe get you know, two bottles for $1,800. But you'd have double the Pappy Van Winkle. Win, win, win.
1: You got a point? Just, just the fact, you know, getting a little serious. The, the fact that these guys, they get away with this. It's the like consistently, said, yeah. It's the more you give to me, the more you get back. And I forget where it's, it's written in the Bible somewhere about you get tenfold back for every you know that you give. But you got to give with belief. You can't, you it can't be a test. You can't just you know one week give a hundred dollars to the church expecting to get
0: a thousand dollars back. It's it's got to be consistent. Going to that place got to be a drag, particularly if you didn't think you had the money do people sit back and go i'm not giving a nickel mm-hmm. for his for his plane i yeah. mean are you if you do that are you are you out of the club
1: i'm sure just like when the local church is looking at buying a new bus they've got that thermometer that goes up to 56 million dollars right. right. they're coloring in <laughs> with their red meal marker as, as they go oh hey we're you know, third of the way there guys you know and uh, looks looks like the uh, third grade sunday school class that isn't not pulling really, their weight you know? not
0: really digging deep there, third grade <laughs>
1: <laughs> so much for getting serious. Just like anything else. It's just on a much, much larger scale.
0: There are times I can laugh at it, and then there's other times it's like, it like bums me out. Just on the way over, I was talking to one of my cousins, and we started talking about inequality and uh, more have-nots and a bigger gap between the haves and the have-nots. And the people that are given money, a lot of them are probably have-nots. They're given so this guy can ride in more luxurious comfort. That bothers me. That just bugs me.
1: I, mean, I don't think it's comfort. It's just the inconvenience of having to refuel is the main argument. How much do you have to spend on you know plane fuel to equal a fifty-six million dollar investment in a new plane?
0: Well, for it to for it to even out, obviously. He doesn't give a shit about the math. It's not as you strong think somebody, somebody in the church going to go. So I did a little research, <laughs> and the seven X <7X laughs> isn't fifty-four million. I saw one for thirty-one. Yeah, where's the other two, $22 dollars going? Obviously, that's not happening. So he doesn't care. About being so brazen. And you're working paycheck to paycheck. At some point, are you that enthralled with this guy and his message? You say to yourself, I don't really have it, but but I'm going to give it to him because...
1: we're going to double tithe for the next six months right?
0: because Brother Jesse you know, needs a new plane. And he gives me hope that I'm going to make it, but you don't get rich by signing checks.
1: I would assume they could sell the three planes that they have and if not pay for this thing in full, at least make a major dent in the note on it. But there's no, I don't think there's any plans for them to, to sell either of the three planes that they already have. How often is this dude flying? Apparently a lot, according to him.
0: All right, this is bumming me out. (laughs) So let's go to bum out story number two. Well,
1: the nice thing, we don't even have to leave the southeast this week. There's enough tomfoolery and fuckery going around in religion uh, just in the southeast. We can stay close to home. We can can make date trips and cover a lot of this stuff.
0: This was on Tennessee. It's been honestly refreshing up until this latest uh, election here that we have been spared the kind of foolishness that they have in, in Tennessee state politics on a, reg- oh. on a on a regular basis yes. and this election i bet she's polling well this uh and she- She's a Congress. I didn't realize she was a... Yeah, I thought a- she was state. Yo, no, she's no. a U.S. She's a Congresswoman? U.S. Congresswoman oh, from God. Tennessee,
1: and she is running for governor in, in the great state of Tennessee. Diane Black is, is her name. She had a meeting, of, of course, she had a meeting with uh, a bunch of clergy leaders. She was talking about... Gun violence and gun violence in the schools, and uh, she was talking about how it's uh, our, our lackadaisical gun laws and easy access to guns is what's causing all that. No, no, she actually didn't. She she blamed it on what was it again? Porn, grocery store pornography. I, I don't get the connection. Um, I, I don't. I don't see where the two come together.
0: At first, I laughed at this story. Yeah, you know, I, at my initial reaction I was, like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" Just like. Kind of scoffed at it. I kind of quickly switched to this happens all the freaking time, all over the country now. We don't know how to cover it. We don't know how to talk about it. We're kind of talking at each other. There was a story out there that talked about how these shooters want to get famous. And should the media even be mentioning them? How often should you mention it? That we're not talking about any of that. She goes back to porn. At the grocery store, and she's a serious candidate for governor. Yeah, she's, she in, could con- very well. she's she could, in
1: Congress now. Yeah, she she's active. Yeah, active Congressperson, and has a, a very good shot of becoming the next uh, governor of the state of Tennessee. And I'm sure the the clergy that she was meeting with were just eating this up. I just
0: she knew her audience. Oh yeah.
1: She's she's playing to the base. None
0: none of the stories about it, there was a silence and then an audible gasp. Like, no. (laughs) No. They they didn't go, oh, my God, did she just say that?
1: You know, there was a lot of dumb shit said last week, pretty much like every week. And you would think that Congresswoman Black's statements about linking mass shootings to grocery store porn would would rank pretty high. But unfortunately this week, uh, Samantha B. and Roseanne Barr said, hold my beer.
0: So— Today was Samantha B. Apology Day and Tuesday was Roseanne. I'm kind of of several minds on this. This was, a, this was a strategy by ABC to go after this audience. They saw it as a market. They saw a way to diversify and make some money. They hadn't made it back yet. It was the number one show. And nothing, though, that Roseanne says or tweets is new. She has been... Out to lunch for years and years and years. So to now have this be the tipping point. Yeah, this was not a shock. You knew what you were getting into. You rolled the dice and anything she said before didn't matter because it's working for us. And the second it got hot, you're him. all offended? Man, no one's saying, you know what, it was a mistake to do this in general. It's basically, we can't be boycotted. By the way, is smart, but if you want to be boycotted like that, you shouldn't be getting in bed with somebody with that kind of history and then go, whoa, you can't say that. She gets axed publicly, and then, of course... There's going to be a backlash to that.
1: Oh, yeah. It plays into the conspiracy theory. The leftist Hollywood elite have done this because of of her support of Trump, which if that was true, they never would have had her
0: on to begin with. And yesterday, Mm -hmm. the Hollywood elite played their part to a T. I didn't see the show. I actually was on and I was like, I'll just you know, watch it later. You don't, Samantha B. Samantha B. Yeah, I understand the anger. I've seen some other stories about that. It may not be fifteen hundred in the way that it's been described. It's probably still pretty bad, but feels like you did cross a line when yeah. you said that on TV. On TV on uh, on TBS on TBS basic cable. Well, not only that, but trying to get the AT and T merger passed, so they can't afford to be on further on his bad side. And even take that out, probably not the best thing for her to say. The timing of it, could not have been worse. No,
1: she, she you could argue she threw a lifeline to the
0: Trumps. Own goal. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Is, is unnecessary, and it was bad, but in the, the timing of which makes it infinitely worse just because it gives them something to, more to complain about and to point a finger at. She has said a lot of things
1: on her show. She's never used this particular word before, but she has said a lot of things on her show that have had to be bleeped out. You knew what she was saying, but sure. it's a late night talk show. Not that um, late night. It's 1030. You can get away with more after 10 o'clock than
0: you can before 10 o'clock. You don't hear that word. No, not that word. The, the picture of her, it was Ivanka and her daughter. It was like a touching moment, and you got juxtaposed against the 1500 kids story, and she went kind of nuts and could have made her point without saying that.
1: But it's, it's not a live show. Uh, this thing is, is taped. It's edited, it's, true. it's put together, and it's you know it's it's, it's cut a, down to a, a it, tight twenty two minutes. It's
0: approved,
1: it, and, and somebody signed off Not
0: on somebody, on this. But yeah. probably multiple somebodies. Yeah. the thing to look for in the coming days is who leaks what. What head will roll? It depends on if they all agreed to it. If there were people that didn't want to do it, they're going to let the world know that this was not their call because this is going to be attached to their career. I, I wonder if, if it stays on the air.
1: I think if it would have been canceled, it would have been canceled by now.
0: Not necessarily because they open it up the window, see which way the wind's blowing uh, and, and making a decision. If and if, it's, and if it's blowing too hard or in the wrong direction and there are larger business motives at hand,
1: yeah. If the right people can get the right boycotts in place, then we'll see. I would tend to lean towards the fact that it's, it, it won't cost her her job or her show.
0: It's going to be interesting. What happened to a fun show? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like one downer topic after another. Do we want to talk about the school in Hilton Head well, that rejected the kids? It's a Catholic school. Catholic school. Well, um, being two that, former Catholics, that that that's definitely our wheelhouse. Because she was married to a woman.
1: That was the problem with their application. They have not released, and, and it's a good thing that they have not, and they're not going to release the names of the uh, the parents or the children.
0: Okay. It's Hilton Head. It, it's, okay. It, it's Seriously, Hilton Head, South it's Carolina. Hilton Head's. How big can a Catholic school be on Hilton? Yeah, everyone's gonna know. You don't want to have your name out there. Get it. I wouldn't want to be Googled or associated with it either.
1: I would venture to say that there's probably a lot of families that have their kids enrolled in this school who don't exactly fit the the model Catholic prototype. I'm surprised a priest. Allegedly told her, we just come out and tell right. her you're flat de- out. Denied, yeah, yeah. because you're your homosexual. children can't go to this school because you're gay, and that shows. If we admit your children, it, it sends will send the wrong a message. message to other families. What wrong message? That the children of homosexuals deserve to be taught. Apparently not. Public school education for you, not a private school education.
0: And that, and I guess
1: they can get away with it. I guess they can. It goes against their strongly held religious beliefs. It seems like that is all it takes nowadays. No matter what level, religious freedom. It is. It is. It's, religious freedom. If well, let me go back to Roseanne. If Roseanne would have tweeted that it was her strongly held religious beliefs that, and then tweeted, she might have had a little wiggle room. Because it seems like as long as it's your strongly held religious beliefs, doesn't matter how bigoted, or misogynistic, or backward your thinking is. If it can be tied back to some ancient, you know, book, then it's it's okay. You get a pass because it's religiously based. Uh, really? I don't know about that. This priest Owen Brink, uh, for the last name Mike Owen Brink, the priest at Saint Francis Catholic School, Hilton Head Island. Has
0: there been a blowback? For you know, what? There's too many. There's for, too many things to keep for, for exactly. Father Mike. Too many blowback yeah. opportunities. I, don't, I, I only can follow like six blowback, you know, instances at a time. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I've seen Samantha B. her apology. I haven't seen you know Father Mike's apology yet.
0: He wouldn't. He it's not going to be apology. Apologize for what? No, because
1: it's his strongly held religious beliefs. Because it says so in, in his ancient book of multiple choice. It's always taken place.
0: Always taken place. But it but, used to be
1: not in your face. More sly. Yes. They they would find a reason to deny you. They just wouldn't come out and tell you. No, your kids can't go here because you're gay. So is this better? No, but I, I, I think this is the way things are now in in the age of, of this Trump. One, this
0: one is so much more in your face, and that's not our president not has good. has
1: given bigots and racists the ability to come out of the darkness, basically be a complete shitlord in, in the light of day.
0: Used to be, but you had does, to hide but he doesn't, behind but he doesn't something. Feel that way? Who? Reverend, Reverend Mike, he's not a shit lord. He wouldn't even know what that means. No. Got no idea. He wouldn't know what that means. And I've said this before. I think as society as a whole
1: is moving further and further and further away from religion. And the more the younger generation is leaving the, the religions that they were raised in and society is becoming more and more secular. Religion is like a cornered animal and it's threatened and it's lashing out. Hopefully, it's the last ditch effort of a dying animal. You know, like a wounded animal is is more likely to bite you.
0: I don't think that's the case. I think they're.
1: I think they see their their congregations drying up. They they see their donations drying up.
0: They're not acting like a wounded animal. Well, they they're they're flexing. Yeah, they're 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 not they're not in retreat. They they are constantly flexing. They're flexing in in, the, in politics. They're flexing in social issues, and maybe fewer people believe with them. Well, there's, but the ones that do, the Republicans are, are more than willing moderate. to to
1: ride the wave as long as the flow is putting them into power and take advantage of these. Evangelicals and, and religious nut jobs,
0: Right. And As a of that, whole. Speaking of that, yeah. well, congratulations, douchebag of all time, Dinesh D'Souza. Oh, what he doing? For getting a presidential pardon.
1: Are you kidding me? I didn't even see this. Yeah.
0: Lay yeah. it on me. He got pardoned today. Trump pardoned Dinesh D'Souza. Yep. You know who pushed for it? Ted fucking Cruz. Of course he did. And then he crowed about it on social media. And Ted Cruz finally realized that moseying up to Trump is going to help him, and he's doing it shamelessly. But but it's a dark podcast. Just cry into your pillow as you listen. Is there a funny story? You know what? There is a funny story. We may have to skip the God is using the wrecking ball of heaven to stop Democrats in 2018. I threatened to sing Miley Cyrus if you mentioned wrecking ball, but I'm going to let it go. Baptist Church votes to remove seven-foot Jesus statue because it's too Catholic. Yeah. (laughs) There's two former Catholics that cracks our ass up.
1: Yeah, I saw that. That is hilarious. <laughs> What's the chances of getting our hands on this seven foot Jesus statue? By
0: the way, hilarious, super, not racist, but. Religious? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Was it sectarian? Ugly. That's like the old days, but when, you know, I'm surprised they didn't call them papists because.
1: And apparently there was a number, it wasn't just the seven foot Jesus, there was a, a number of other. Uh, lawn art out in front of the uh, Baptist church. And uh, in, in what part of South Carolina was this in again? South Carolina. We're, we're doubling down on South Carolina on this episode. It's true. There, apparently there was a number of uh, items that they had on the lawn around the church at this particular Baptist church in South Carolina. And they they got rid of all of it. The, now, I don't know if, if it was too Catholic. <laughs> You know, for the rest of it, but definitely the seven foot Jesus. That I mean, that. But you know, there is a grain of truth in that. That is pretty Catholic
0: for a ba- for a Baptist, for a Baptist church, church. Yeah,
1: I don't remember ever seeing other than the stained glass any depictions of Jesus at, at a Baptist church, especially not a seven foot statue. And and sure enough, you know, not the bloody guy hanging on the cross.
0: No, that's that's a fact. So are you are you defending? No, um, I'm not defending. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> It sounds like it. I can understand where they're coming from. It's in Lexington, South Carolina. I'm not. I'm not. I have aware. no idea where Lexington, um, South
1: Carolina is. Me neither.
0: They don't. They don't have a. They don't have a great. Uh, they don't have a great website. It looks a little. It looks a little out of the box. Prayer is the key that unlocks the doors. There you go. So sectarian, papist, also funny. More wine here. Kind of funny. It is. Even though it kind of true too, but. It's been sitting up there a while and all of a sudden now I can finally say something, you know, instead of just walking past it and doing your business at church and feeling it for whatever reason you go in. Can you not just walk by the statue and go to church like you always have? Is it that much of a irritant that you got to get rid of it?
1: Well, it's the we can't be associated with them or even have the appearance of association because they're going to hell. It's a statue.
0: It's been up there for eleven years. You, eleven.
1: <laughs> you seven, seven foot tall. Eleven years. Um, if you drive by a church and there's a seven foot statue of Jesus out front, Baptist is not the first church that crosses your mind, or Methodist, or pr- pretty much any other Protestant denomination. Possibly Lutheran, because if it's twelve foot, it's definitely Catholic. But at a seven foot, eh, it might be a Lutheran church. Just not sculpture people. I guess not. It's I not, can't. I can't statues. Think, pretty. It's a big statue. It is. I can't think of a Catholic church that didn't have some sort of statue of Jesus and or Mary and or a shepherd and some lamb and you know and Saint whoever the the church happened to be named after. For sure. Standing out front. For sure. I, I don't agree with it, but I, I can see where they're coming from. It wasn't
0: eleven days. No. It was eleven, 11 years. years. Yeah. So what changed in eleven years that you just you know I'm finally, finally eno- tell
1: them. enough people walked in looking for a little holy water to splash you know before they no went and way. sat down.
0: No way, <laughs> no way. This is you know same thing. I've, I'm finally gonna. I know I'm probably not supposed to say this, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna. That's Catholic. How many times do you think Papist got? Is that the preferred? Kind of anti-Catholic slur. I don't remember that one.
1: I don't remember. Well, I don't remember anybody ever saying that because when I did. Because everyone was Catholic. When I did. Well, yeah, either everybody was Catholic or when I did attend a Baptist church for a couple of years, it was. Everybody knew I come from a Catholic church. So obviously they weren't going to say it in front of me. They may have said it behind me. I did get up and walk out of a, a church one time when the pastor said we need to pray for our Jewish and Catholic brothers and sisters even though they're going to hell. You seriously said yeah. that? Yeah. Said it uh, uh in the, in the middle of a sermon. Check please. And, uh, and I, got I,
0: up and walked out. I think that's probably going to be more and more common. It does feel like a like a return to uh, uh, the bad old days.
1: Well, it's, it's not our fault we weren't born into the right religion. Sorry.
0: Whoops. That that. How lucky you are. <laughs> I, I'm speechless. Yeah. It's probably not good for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> again, you know, ha-ha, seven-foot Jesus Catholic to wah-wah-wah. Yeah. Like, dude, we should be playing like a downer music. Is it just that many downer stories? I wonder, <laughs> like, I
1: wonder if they've got stained glass
0: in this church. No. I doubt it. I don't think so. I doubt it very seriously. I, I don't think so. And again, did everyone sign off on it? Well, they did have a quote from somebody that was kind of mad about it. Are they going to lose anybody? Are they going to gain people? You know, it could be good for business.
1: It could be in Lexington, South Carolina. It, it could bring more locals in on Sunday morning. Oh,
0: you know what? That, guy, you know, that guy's speaking to me.
1: I never much care for that Baptist church. You're a little too Catholic for my blood. <laughs> I see they took that statue down. I may give them a second chance.
0: What, and what accent is that? Uh, it's going to be South Carolina.
1: <laughs> I can tell you this. If they eat barbecue sauce in Lexington made of mustard, I have no intention of going. I'll, I'll put it that way.
0: Hmm. Throwing down on mustard sauce, huh? Yeah. I'm not going to take a side in the barbecue wars. And It's actually the best place to be. Because I can enjoy it all or not. I, I don't feel like I have to defend something. It's a strange argument how territorial. Well, everybody bar-
1: says barbecue was invented in whatever state they're from. Right. They're yeah. still
0: fighting over the origin story. Who gives a shit? Who did it first and what? The next thing they argue over is the kind of meat. It's, if it's not beef, you no. Know, well, it's you- Texas. It, it, it's, Texas is all beef, it, everywhere else is pork.
1: Um, you go to Texas, you order a rib, you get a beef rib.
0: Well, there's there's pork and then there's ribs, too. Yeah. You know? So people, they're fighting over the ribs. Well, then, you know, it's, then it's baby sauce. Baby back ribs or Sa- is it St.
1: Louis-style ribs? Dry rub or sopped with a with a wet sauce? All right. Again, sounds great. Well, <laughs> I can, I'm, good. I'm good with both of them. In Georgia, you've got South Carolina, which is mustard sauce, which uh, is— I'm a fan. Uh, of the devil. Uh, I'm a fan. Um to the west, you've got Alabama, which is a mayonnaise-based white sauce.
0: No nah, no, no,
1: no, thank you. No. Moving on. If anything, as far as another state in the South, I would go with North Carolina and the vinegar-based barbecue sauce. So,
0: so why do you got to have a team? It's got to have that tang. Why do you, you got to have that have t- team? <laughs> like that's you know, like hey, it's like it's like I can under, you know, it's not sports. Got to have that what, vinegar bite. What it's team do you bite. like? I like them all. Pick a team in sports. Food. You know what? Pork barbecue, is good. Yeah. Brisket, that's good too. Yep. Vinegar sauce, ah, uh, yep. Sign me up. Pull pork, yep. Ketchup-based sauce, dig dig sure. That. I'm gonna say a no to that. Any of those sweet tomato sauces? No. I need. I want spice, but I'm not gonna limit myself. Oh, well, I, I love you all. Well, they I'm all welcoming. say the same. They
1: all say the same thing. It's it's sweet with a little bit of heat. Sweet on the front end with a with a little bit a little bit of bite on the back end. Right. So, and so it's like they they that be, it.
0: that'd be like the third or fourth thing. Yeah. You know, some bullshit phrase that doesn't mean anything. Absolutely. It's sweet with a little bit of heat, feeling on the back of the- no you don't. Either hot or not. <laughs> like <laughs> just just <laughs> own it. Don't try you got, to make it something that's not. You got wimp <laughs>
1: sauce and you got sauce.
0: <laughs> you know, at least you're saying one is not spicy. One's really spicy. Mm-hmm. But when you say sweet with a little heat, like uh, you no, know, you no you're not. Mm. No, you're 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 not doing that. Uh, see, I'd much rather talk about barbecue. We when you start a barbecue podcast. But I we're way off track and I'm getting hungry.
1: Well, Jeff sent us a picture of some little hole in the wall barbecue joint he was at in Nashville. It that looked, looked phenomenal. good. Phenomenal. It did yeah. look good. Anytime there's a menu board that has the little plastic letters that snap into place. <laughs> It's very old school. You know the food's good. You know the food's good.
0: You know, you don't know it. But you... Because you can go, like, if you went to the Varsity, yeah. you go to the Varsity and go, look at this place. Yeah. You no, know, Oh, look at that, the old school, old school vibe and so many people and, you know, their own language. Before then, you go any it, further, don't you
1: fucking dare say anything bad about the Varsity. <laughs> you it's a
0: good thing you're on the other
1: side of the table
0: because <laughs> there are few more overrated experiences... In Atlanta, then the varsity. Go, see what it's like. I dare you to eat the food a second time. The only thing that's good there, chili cheese dog, F.O. Yes. If you don't know, for F.O. is frosted orange. Fries, the
1: frosted sock, orange drink, onion rings. I couldn't tell you good. what a, what a French fry at the varsity t- tastes like.
0: Burger. Yeah. No. Couldn't tell you. No. So, okay. So all right. Here's, here's so the thing. you you got a team. At, you even yeah. got a team at the frickin' Absolutely. varsity. Absolutely.
1: Here's here's <laughs> the thing about the varsity. The number one is is two chili dogs, and either fries I, or I, onion I, I, rings. You know this? And a drink because I, that's I, all I've ever I, ordered. Uh, every time we have like. We, we've got relatives coming in from Pittsburgh, uh, and when we went and visited them, they took us to Primanti's, and we got a sandwich, You know, because that's what you do in Pittsburgh. It's that's, good, too. That's, oh, it was awesome. It's good. It's phenomenal. Yep. Now, I was told I could not alter the sandwich. I couldn't say, hold uh-huh. this or hold that. Now, I don't eat coleslaw. I know. Tear me, tear me a new one. But I don't eat coleslaw, and the, uh, every sandwich comes with coleslaw, so I had them hold the coleslaw. But the French fries come on the sandwich. All right. Phenomenal, phenomenal sandwich. Whatever you get. You can get the turkey, you can get the pastrami, you get whatever. It's all good. The varsity, the number one is two chili dogs, fries or rings, and a drink. That's all I've ever ordered, is the number one. We when we take family down there, they're like, How are the burgers? No fucking clue. Lived here for over forty years, could not tell you what one of their burgers tastes like because I've never had one. They do make the homemade fried pies. Those are pretty good too. I
0: do like those.
1: Yeah. I've been eating at the varsity. As long as I can remember. My mom used to take me there when I was just a wee little lad. Right. That's you know, a great time yeah. to go. Yeah.
0: And then you become an adult and you go, oh, this stuff. Well, I,
1: I refer to it now as, as getting my oil changed. Okay. are
0: <laughs> stop that thread of conversation right there. Because, <laughs> yeah, it is, it is a greasy
1: spoon. It, it does have a long, you know, storied history, you know, here in Atlanta. The Look at a map of, of downtown Atlanta. And you see that curve in the interstate and that was to avoid the varsity. They were going to tear the varsity down. Come on. I, we look at look at the map. 75 85 makes a wicked turn a, coming down around the varsity and around Grady Hospital. And they were going to tear down the varsity when they were looking at widening cuz So what they getting? 70 75 85 used to be like two or three lanes through downtown. Now it's like six or eight lanes in both directions. It's
0: but it crowded. went
1: it went around
0: the varsity. Hm. Yeah. Somebody else got blown out of the water, and there is to save the varsity. I forget how many. Is, Who said Atlanta doesn't have yeah. a sense of history?
1: One uh, little tidbit of trivia about the varsity: there is no other single location in the world that sells more Coca-Cola products than the varsity. Coca-Cola <laughs> headquarters. Varsity sits at North and uh, West Peachtree.
0: Street. So you don't. Coca-Cola
1: headquarters is right down the street. So
0: you don't think that there is a good marketing reason for that to persist?
1: There used to be there used to be a dedicated truck back when back before there was syrup and and the uh, and the carbonated and it was done at a fountain. But everything was bottled Coca Colas. There was a dedicated truck that did nothing but drive back and forth okay. from from the from Coca Cola to the varsity you, delivering Coca Cola all day you long.
0: Swallowed these corporate origin <laughs> stories hook, line, and sinker because I, because they get they get more off shucks and down home oh, yeah. every year from it. I don't, you know what? I don't believe it. Started as a pushcart, <laughs> and and uh, Frank
1: Gordy uh, started selling hot dogs outside of Georgia Tech football games back in the nineteen whatevers, and eventually got into the building, and it's been built and and you know redone and expanded and expanded and expanded, and and have you ever been to a Georgia Tech football game? I have. Have you? Did you go to the varsity afterwards? No. There's nothing better than the Varsity on a Saturday during football season because each room has its different dedicated TV channel. Mm -hmm. So if you want to watch this game, you go to this room. If you want to watch that game, you go into that room. And everybody's sitting around. I've I've done casino parties and ended up, you know, downtown at the Varsity uh, grabbing something afterwards. Just last year, the Georgia uh, Notre Dame game. Yeah, on purpose. Uh, Sat and watched the fourth quarter of the Georgia Notre Dame game in the Varsity with a bunch of, you know, People just hanging out around the TV, watching the game, having a, uh, having a chili dog.
0: All right. That's kind of a Southern thing. Yeah. Hard to argue
1: with that. Um, it's time for recommendations, and I think we already gave one to the varsity.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. You didn't. We we did not. No. Um, I, I'm Maybe I'm rethinking my hate because it has been a long time. So my recommendation, one of my favorite podcasts— is on the media out of WNYC in New York. It's a media show. A show about the media and, you know, how the media cover things. Great podcast. They usually do a midweek one that's not nearly as good as the weekend show. But this week's is called Glenn Beck reverses his reversal. If you remember when Glenn Beck, right around the uh, presidential election, kind of came out as a never-Trumper. Yeah. And Kind of said that he was.
1: Did, did he cry at some point? Because he always gets he, emotional and cries. He, he
0: did. He did get emotional, and he was kind of. He wasn't part of the resistance, mm-hmm. but he was almost apologetic. What happened he, with him? Did not he go like full prepper? He went. He went. He prepper, went way off the, but the deep end. He he has completely come back around to wearing MAGA hats and oh, saying he proudly vote for Trump. And and by the way. I didn't become a Glenn Beck fan, but I bought into it. You know yeah. what? Good for him. Yeah. So it's no finally sense. somebody Some, on the right is standing up, like and even you know, in a, even in a small way. I bought it, and it was a sham. And
1: who's the only person on the right that came out anti-Trump and is still
0: there's, there's just a, firmly ensconced there, in that case? There's camp. a. I mean, there's there's a few. They're they're all on MSNBC. Yeah, <laughs> Mitt Romney. Nope, uh, no. he kissed his ass publicly, and he went to got. Pizza. I know you went and had that
1: the, the dinner, and, and he had that awful look on his face, and Trump
0: had that, that shit-eating grin, right? like, yeah. I, "I got you." Yeah, kiss morfo- the ring, bitch. <laughs> yep, and, I'm, and you know what? Kiss the ring. And, yeah, well, I won't. I won't say it. Yeah, but he basically bitch slapped him. But they interview Glenn Beck. The the one of the hosts interviews Glenn Beck, and it's not full on contentious but he asks a lot of questions. He really he really nails Glenn Beck in a non fuck you way. But it's 20 minutes and I'm just like listening to it like yeah, that's good. Yeah, like making yeah. him answer and then feeling kind of stupid for ever buying into Glenn Beck's anything. Okay. So Glenn Beck reverses his reversal.
1: And that was on what's the name of the podcast? On Ken? the
0: Media. On the Media. 5 stars.
1: All right, I got a recommendation. Now, a lot of people are going to think Ah, you sons of bitches! You got me. You, you, Paul Harvey'd me. You, 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 put an advertisement in. You made it sound like a damn news story, but I'm telling you, it's this. This is not the case. They are not a sponsor of our show. If they wanted to be a sponsor of our show, I would absolutely love to have them as a sponsor of our
0: show. We would take anybody. Really
1: yeah, bad. anybody. Yeah, my recommendation is Dollar Shave Club, and, and I'm not even going to get into the whole whole thing about the you know. It's a good quality product. It's is, is, is a great price. It shows up once a month in, in your mailbox. Uh, if, if, <laughs> if you don't shave that often, you can you can set it up where it comes every other month, or you can just, before they send the next shipping out, you can just send them an email or, or uh, reply to an email they send you. Hold off for the month, and, and you know, or hold off till you hear from me again. But anyway, that has nothing to do with why I'm, I'm giving a recommendation. The reason that they're my recommenda- recommendation on on this week's show is – this past Sunday, Memorial Day weekend, on a fucking Sunday, all right, Jeff's Jeff's daughter is getting married, all right? Now, I shaved my head, and I was getting ready for the wedding. I'm in the shower, shaving my face, shaving my head, and I dropped their razor, and it broke. Now, it's a heavy-duty metal handle. It's got a little, like, rubber on, on the outside of it for, you know, a little grip, and I've dropped it before, no big deal. I dropped it this time, the way it landed, the little spring loaded uh, piece that, that keeps the, the, the blades up against the skin, mm-hmm. that broke. Mm-hmm. Uh, so,
0: you're getting around to the recommendation book. I'm getting part around this. to the recommendation okay. part.
1: Here's the really, really great and it's all about customer service. Um, there are few companies that I've ever dealt with that come even close to Dollar Shave Club when it, when it comes to customer service. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah,
0: are, are you pandering right yeah. now?
1: Listen, <laughs> like I said, I would gladly take them as a sponsor. They don't even have to pay us. Just give me my razors for free every month, and we'll call it even. But on a Sunday, on Memorial Day weekend Sunday, I was able to go online and have a chat session with a fucking human being at Dollar Shave Club. And told him, hey, I dropped my razor. It broke. I need to order a new one. I wholly expected to pay the $5 for the new razor. This is the response I got. Sorry to hear that. I'll send two of them to you in the mail. No charge. You'll get them in three to five days. Can't beat it.
0: Okay. That is an inspiring story of corporate customer service. Yeah, it is. I, I firmly believe in quality customer service I've, I've dealt, I'm, I'm down.
1: Since I've joined, since I've joined them, I have had to contact them twice. Both times on a Sunday. They have live customer chat from six uh, up till six p.m. I don't know what time it starts, but every day up till six p.m. You can go online, log on, and and, and not touch. necessarily talk to, but chat with a an actual human being who will take good care of
0: you. I'm going to put my my skeptic hat on right okay. now. Dollar Shave Club invented a solution to something that was not a problem. And credit to them, clever commercials, great marketing, got the world to think that somehow you need fresh razors sent to you every month, like, for, for ne-
1: cheaper ne- than you can go ne- the, ne- to, never, to the
0: drugstore and buy them. First of all, I don't believe that. <laughs> um, and maybe at the drugstore. Can you, you know, can, at, at at CVS? Yes. What kind of what kind of razor do you use? The Gillette Super Ultra Blade. It's the. I, I, you know what? That's the thing. Don't, I don't. I, I, why do I need to know? Yeah. Is it two blades, four no. blades, five, five blades? Yeah. And what does that run you for
1: a pack of four? Uh. And I don't these buy are it. these are connected to the handle. You throw the whole puppy away when you're done. Nope. Oh. Nope. You have a replacement handle. Replacement. Yes. All right. So what is it? Uh, what does a set of four cartridges cost? I have
0: you? the replacement handle.
1: Yeah. Swivels. Oh, it's on the ball. Yeah. yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Gillette. All right. Yeah. Um so you you know you are giving money to the patriots but that's fine we won't talk about that but uh moving on so what what does a set of 4 of those
0: run you I don't know cuz I don't buy them in fours. I buy them in a 16 pack at okay. Costco so what does the 16 pack $29. run you $29 You're paying $5 too much I w- no I'm not because <laughs> what Dollar Shave Club has got you suckers to think is that you need to throw your razors out every week No no I I you don't. You don't need. You don't. They are sending you razors that you don't need. They got people thinking, "Oh, a razor a week, and I'll toss it." No, if a good razor is going to last more than a week. I, I replace that,
1: my razor every two weeks. My wife has a has a spare handle, uses the same cartridge that I use, and she replaces hers every three weeks. We have now. You
0: know. More you know. The cart- more you know. Yeah.
1: We we have more than enough rate. Matter of fact, I could. I need to go and set it up where they send me co- new new cartridges every two months, like, at least for the next six to eight months. I don't. I, and I'll I, be I, fine.
0: I, I do not shave my head. I don't know if I might – I don't know if I would think differently this way. Mm-hmm. You know, if I did, and I'm I'm reaching out here. <laughs> I'm reaching out The razors. What when when's when's Dollar Deodorant Club? You know, Dollar Soap Club. They sell toothpaste? Of course they do. They s- <laughs> of course they do. Gonna, they want to put you on a, on a on They a
1: have the, the entire grooming uh, habits of, of the human male. Escaping. Yeah, they have it completely covered. They um, Again, this is not an advertisement. But if you want uh, a quality toothpaste, they've got that. They've got butt wipes. <laughs> they've got uh, Dr. Carver's Shave Butter. It's a shaving. It's not a shaving cream. It's a shaving butter. That no, it's
0: not. Sure it is. No, it's not. It's, They're calling it that. It's Dr. Carver's shave butter. What? What's the difference? <laughs> it's not a cream. It's cream is like a foam. By the way, you missed. Yeah. Him rubbing his hand, one yeah. hand on top of the other while he's talking. explain I, I had to explain <laughs> how how the product is
1: used. It goes on clear, so you you can actually see you see through
0: it while you're shaving. Ah. Ah. So that. Yeah. And that that. It matters how. It it helps just you can see where you've shaved where you haven't. Holy cow. How long have they had you in the boat? Because you didn't even put up a fight. They put the light out and oh oh, I mean wait a minute. Wait wait a minute. They shaving cream I'm seriously bucking for a sponsorship here. You're (laughs) bucking it up.
1: Harry's is another company that does the same thing. Never used them. I'm sure... Good old
0: it, Shucks Bucky Harry's. I'm, I'm, homespun razor company.
1: I'm, I'm sure it's a, a good product. I went with the other one. Like I said, customer service, par not. They they, yeah. they are I didn't one know, of the best companies I've ever had Gillette, to deal with.
0: I, I didn't know Gillette had customer service because I've never... There is. There
1: is. Ever, because, ever had
0: to call them. Uh, well... Ever. I tell you what. I tell you what. Them
1: some bitches did. Oh boy! If you if you when you go to lo- and you ty- literally type into Google Dollar Shave Club,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it's pretty clear what you're looking for. Right? You know what the first thing comes up? Gillette's Shave Club.
0: By the way, yeah. Uh, by the way, prop, they, props to them. You
1: know how much they had to pay to get their name? SEO.
0: Yeah, they tried. Yeah, I I admire that. All right, I uh, for, for sure for sure admire that and and. Well, I'll give you the dollar. I'll give you, a, you know, we This is a sneak preview of advertising with Jerry and Don. Yeah, podcast coming up everywhere <laughs> you get your podcast. Um, Gillette advertises against them now. they do. And for a long time, they didn't. They, they didn't acknowledge them. They didn't. They didn't acknowledge they existed. They didn't acknowledge they were a competitor. And now, now they're getting these homespun Gillette ads. But you didn't know that yeah. I that I do your razor. Yeah, up yeah. here in Massachusetts, yeah. I'm a razor designer.
1: Used to work at the Stanley factory. <laughs> right. Now I'm down here at Gillette. Yeah.
0: So um, they're they're pouring on kind of the the Budweiser Clydesdales, you know. Advertising, too.
1: I believe, and I I don't know this to be a fact, so so Google that shit yourself. I believe Gillette has a we will send you razors to your house deal now just like Dollar Shave does. I'm,
0: I'm sure they do. Yeah. You know, because it's a subscription model. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I needed a subscription to, to razors.
1: I never have to worry about going to the store and buying razors. I never it's have just, to worry about it's just it either. One never. Le-
0: no, no, no. Like, ever. You do. Eventually, you run out of your 16, and you have to go to Costco and you have to get more. True. Yeah. That, maybe, that thought maybe, never crosses maybe my once mind. A year. You know what? It never crosses my mind either because. I've no, always got a razor, and if I don't, you know what? You're at Costco, and you go, you know what? I'm down to two razors. I, you know, or I'll pick I'm, a, I'm at Costco, I'm down to four. It's the Costco conundrum. Mm-hmm. I I got four razors left, but man, these razors aren't always on sale. Yeah. Hmm. Should I should I buy them now? Then I'm you know you can have too much of a good thing.
1: Will they get you started for a dollar though? <laughs> Your handle and four blades for a so,
0: dollar. So so basically they they adopted. The, the, um, the drug pushers' uh, big time a, attempt, at, big time <laughs> crack. Exactly. The first rock's free. Yeah, <laughs> maybe even the second rock, because then we got you. We got the you. Dollar. You're coming market. back. Yeah, ha ha ha. And, and I believe when you were telling this story to Kelly, you were like, you were like I don't think anything's a dollar anymore. And I'm like, yeah. No shit, it never was. <laughs> <laughs> There's like nothing on there for a dollar. That's like the. That's like the the all the the hacky car salesman. Mm. We got. We got six cars in our lot for seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah, come on down. You, you get yeah. there two minutes after it opens, God, they're all gone. Yep. Yep. You know, look at this uh family truckster yeah. for $11.99. That's tricked out. Yeah. yeah got right. all the bells and whistles. <laughs> oh right. I can't believe that
1: Jeff missed this
0: episode. Oh. you know what? He usually comes in with a day or two growth yeah. so you think I don't put any thought in my razor Oh, he definitely the doesn't. man
1: works at home <laughs> he, he literally gets up walks he, 20 feet and he's at work he is the he is the boss of his castle How, would you shave he if is, you had his deal oh, probably not <sighs> not I look day. like Grizzly Adams <laughs> send us a line did we ever get any emails
0: no prize is still available seriously yeah two
1: weeks not a single email
0: it's not that's not good for us it's not it, it, it doesn't
1: you know it doesn't, uh, doesn't bode well. It does not. The contest is still
0: open. <laughs> but we do it for fun. We, yeah. certainly it for the money.
1: Uh, GodlessHeathens uh, at Yahoo.com. Send us an email. Send us a critique. Send us a, a like. Send us anything. Send us a question. Tell us you're alive. Yeah. Send, send us a big fuck off uh, email. Yeah, because then we'll read
0: that one out loud. Yeah, we
1: will definitely read that one on, on the next show. But the f- next person, the first person. That send us an email. We'll get a prize. We're not saying what it is, but you're, you will receive something. Uh-huh. We, will, we will reach out to you. We will get your information. It'll be good. We will mail you something. It'll be good. Yeah. A, uh, I'm kind of leaning towards that um, sample of teas that you
0: were <laughs> talking about. Also... Uh, this, is not a, this would not be a bad collection. No, no. This would not be bad.
1: It'd be good. If you like tea, come on. Twitter, Godless Podcast, at Godless Podcast. And uh, Facebook, we have the Godless Heathens Podcast Discussion Group.
0: It's closed. It's searchable. Listen to us. Podbean, YouTube, Godless Heathens Podcast channel. Easy for me to say. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and the third-rate service that only me and Jeff use, Overcast, which is not really true. Like us, rate us, review us. Be honest. We're honest with you. Uh, phew, this week, we're way too honest, <laughs> way too much of a window into the consumer soul. Jesus, you you may not be good enough for the church on Hilton Head or Hilton Head, but please, we're, we're happy to have the seven foot Jesus statue and review and talk to Jesus. Please, if I can get
1: my hands on that statue, that'd be that'd pretty, really, look pretty sweet in your backyard. I'm putting it in the yard. Yeah, definitely.
0: See you next time when we'll talk about face moisturizers and charcoal (laughs) scrubs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Take care, everybody. The devil is a pump, but the devil is my friend. The devil is my friend. Wherever I go, the devil will go. The devil is my friend. And Godzilla is my friend. Godzilla is my friend. Wherever I go, Godzilla go. Godzilla is
0: my friend. And Chernenko was my friend. And Brezhnev was my friend. And Andropov, he just popped off. Now Gorbachev is my friend. And Frank is my friend. Frank is my
1: friend. Wherever I go. And I drink old Frankie is my friend And love and rockets are my friends Love and rockets are my friends Day-day. Every
0: one of them round the bend And the queen is my friend And Harvey Dean is my friend And the devil is my friend And the devil is my friend Wherever I go, the devil